welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. Now, if you hear the next bit of the podcast, it's all good because it means the house move has gone well. Yes, we're moving house this week and I'm recording this ahead of time, ahead of the move. So if this bit stays in, I have successfully moved house. If you're not hearing this bit, then you won't know anything about this bit, but the house move hasn't gone well. So fingers crossed you're hearing this and everything is all good and this is relief in my voice not just mad panic stress <laughs> anyway you haven't tuned into this episode to find out the latest on my house move you want to know a bit more about podcasting well here's a fun fact for you because i do love a fun fact may has been national walking month um i'm just a little bit gutted nobody told the weather that little thing in advance let the weather know so it could not rain um every single day although as my dad always used to say there's no such thing as bad weather just poor clothing choices in this instance pops i disagree particularly when he would tell us this halfway up a fell in the lake district when it was snowing raining fog everywhere i was 14 it was february half term there were places i wanted to be and that was not it <laughs> now it's one of my ideal opportunities to get out <laughs> i do wish i could go back and tell 14 year old me how 40 year old me would be i don't think i'd have believed me at all but it did make me start thinking about the podcast that I listen to while I do go out walking which I do like now um which then got me thinking about the different places I listen to podcasts and which podcasts I listen to at different times and like the context around the different podcasts at different times and the sort of the frame of mind I'm in at different points because actually I tend to listen to longer podcasts when I'm out on my walks uh I think they tend to be kind of less lessony ones and more interview-based or documentary type podcasts they're the ones that I tend to listen to for fun and enjoyment if that makes sense rather than trying to learn something new when I'm in the car or when I'm cleaning the house I have been cleaning the house quite a bit recently um, I tend to listen to more businessy ones or educational podcasts the ones that will teach me something but why does this matter why does it matter what podcasts I listen to when I'm listening to them and where I am? Well, here's the thing. If you know, or at least have a good idea of where your listener is and what they're doing at the time they are listening to you, it actually gives you a real advantage over others who don't know or haven't considered that. You get to start understanding their frame of mind, what they're, you know, how receptive they are and how able they are to take on information. The joy of podcasts is that they are completely mobile, they're on demand, and they don't need your full attention on a screen. So that means you can listen to podcasts in lots of different places. And I know you didn't need me to tell you that, but sometimes we need to be reminded of really obvious things because they're so obvious we don't think about them. According to recent data from Ofcom, podcast listening in the UK is particularly popular when people are doing walking not just thrown together doing housework in the car or public transport when people are at home relaxing as well as just before bed they also help people get through what Ofcom call other exercise as well as walking 
Now, please don't think these are the only places that people are listening to podcasts, but it's a useful indication of what people might be getting up to when they've got their earphones in and tuned to you. It's up to you to do your own market research to understand where your listeners are listening, but I can, and guess what? I'm going to help you understand some of the battles you might be facing for each of the places they are listening in that little Ofcom data list. Let's start with walking, because let's be honest, it's National Walking Month, and I've totally 100% based this episode on that fact. Um, If you've decided that most of your audience is listening to you whilst they're out on a walk, then really obviously, you need to keep in mind that they're outside. I know, I know how amazingly obvious that is to state, but it is important. If somebody's outside, there's so much going on to be potentially distracted by. If they're in nature, let's say, in the countryside in a more rural setting, there's lots of wildlife to notice. If it's a more urban setting, then you've got potentially people getting in their way, roads to cross and just general hustle and bustle that you get in a town or a city. So you've got to think about this because if you're giving out loads of information, your listener is unlikely to be able to note it down on a notepad as they're listening. So what you're doing by giving out loads of information is you're asking them to go back and find those really valuable points again. So this is where good show notes, transcription or a decent blog connected to your podcast come into their own. You can point people to that. But do keep in mind you're asking someone to take action in a different setting to the one that they're listening to you in. And after the event, you're really pushing them to do a next step. So keep reminding them that it exists, that that blog exists, that the transcription exists, and that they can get all the information they need from there as well. With walking, I would say people are looking for a podcast that enhances their walking experience. So the frame of mind they're in is they want something to just make, just bring out the beauty, I guess, uh, bring them some joy and a bit more of a boost while they're out and about. Or, of course... I've done this for many a time when I've wanted to just be on my own, particularly in a more sort of town or city setting and I've got to go and do stuff. I want almost like a barrier between me and the rest of the world. So I'll pop a, pop my headphones in and it's a, it's a physical barrier and a mental barrier against me and the rest of the world. I just want to keep people out. So I've done that as well. So just think about why people are going to be listening when they're out walking. Now, in the Ofcom study, they have walking and cycling listed separately as things people do while listening to a podcast. And then everything else gets lumped into other exercise. Now, first off, I'm going to get all grown up on you. I really don't want to encourage anyone to cycle outside on the road with headphones over their ears. So I'm not going to talk about what people are doing while they're cycling because I just don't want it to happen. I know. Uh, Secondly, other exercise I am making a grand assumption that it's going to be mainly gym-based or running-based and not team-based sports because um, I can't really vision anyone playing football with their headphones on and listening to a podcast while all their mates around them are kicking the ball about or or rugby or whatever other team sports, netball. I I just can't see it happening. Everyone listening to a podcast on their own individually while taking part in a team sport doesn't work. So let's look at uh, running and the gym. Running. Now, 
quite obviously, the issues you're facing when people are listening to podcasts while they're running are very similar to walking, but with the added bonus that people are probably coming to you and your podcast for a distraction from what they are doing rather than an enhancement of what they're doing. Well, that's what I do when I look for a podcast for, for running. I want those podcasts that I listen to while I'm running to help me forget I'm running please. Uh, You need to transport me away from those two, three hour runs. Yes, I am that slow um, that I'm meant to be doing to train for all the stupid runs that I do. So I don't want to be part of those runs. I want you to take me to your world instead. For shorter runs, I just want some company, really. I don't want to be distracted too much. I just, you know, sometimes don't want to go running on my own. And that's what your podcast does for me. In the gym, Again, you have to keep in mind there's lots of potential distraction going on, but this time it's in the form of the noise that you get from the music that gets played out. There might be classes going on elsewhere and you get that noise coming through as well. Um, Others working out, doing all those grunting noises. In my head, I was going to do one of those noises for the podcast, but I've now thought that's better not done actually i'm not gonna do like a gym grunting noise because someone will find it someone will just snip it and um, it will go out on the internet and i don't need that in my life so you also face the issue of me not doing grunting noises to keep your attention but you also face the issue of people that your listener knows turning up and having a chat with them at the gym so they might be all happy in their little podcast world their mate comes along earbuds out that's it gone they're gone on the plus side there's fewer distractions that are potentially dangerous i you know like crossing over the road so actually the distractions that are around are more superficial so you can work really hard to stop them from happening now i've seen people with notepads at the gym but i think they're making notes of their workouts and i'm not one for carrying a notepad with me at the gym so be aware your audience is probably not going to have a pen and paper handy too. And we've mentioned why that's an issue that, you know, you don't want to give people too many information nuggets because they may not be able to make notes of them. Then we go on to in the car or on public transport. Now, I've lumped these two together because I think there's quite a few similarities in the why people listen in their car or on public transport. But of course, There is a key difference that if you're driving a car, you need to be alert to the world around you when you're driving, right? Yes, you do. Whereas, of course, being a passenger on the bus or the train allows that little bit of freedom to be a more active listener. So then, the why? Well, I consider travel time to be total dead time. Now, whether that be commuting or going to see people or perhaps even going on holiday, remember them, holidays, whatever it is, if I'm sitting in a car on a train or or a bus, I just feel utterly, utterly unproductive. And that frustrates me. So this is why I am turning to the more educational podcasts so that I feel that the time that I'm using to get somewhere hasn't been wasted and I know it's not wasted because we're traveling but at the same time I just think oh I just want something to just occupy my mind obviously when I'm driving I do need to be paying attention to the road and other road users so I can't make notes as I go when I'm a passenger again either in the car on the train or the bus then you know what I am often sitting there making notes now 
In all events, audio quality is really, really important because if you've got distractions going on around you, you want to make sure that there's no excuse for people to take notice of those distractions. And one of the biggest excuses to take notice of the uh, distractions going on is that the audio quality isn't good enough. But it is particularly, particularly important for car drivers who are listening to your podcast because most people listening to your podcast on a, in a car will have plugged their phone in or connected to their Bluetooth so that they're listening to their car stereo. The podcast is going to be playing out over car speakers. Most car speakers are okay. They're not great, just okay. So you've got to think about that. And on top of that, you've got traffic noise, road noise, and the engine noise of your car to deal with as well. If your audio quality is not good enough to be heard and understood over all of this noise, people will stop listening. I have done it so many times. I've put on a podcast to listen in the car, but because you've got the engine noise going, the road is noisy and they've got other traffic around and you're not able to listen easily. You're not able to pick up every word. I literally just go stop and I put the radio on. And you know what? Radio stations need to listen to this a little bit of advice as well, because so many times I've been listening to a radio station and the interview quality or the interview, the way that someone's been interviewed, not the quality of the interviewers in the questions, but the interview audio quality has, again, not been good enough. But I'm on to the next thing. I'm listening to a different radio station because if I can't hear it, I can't understand it. I am gone. And I, do you know what? I rarely go back to what I was listening to if the audio quality has been bad. And that's not because I'm being a snob. It's because I've started listening to something else and that has grabbed my attention. I tell clients time and time again that the audio they use must pass the can I hear it in the car test. And I have been known on many occasions to actually do the test. I will listen to audio in the car if I'm not sure if it's clear enough before I publish. And spoiler alert, if I'm not sure before I've got into the car, do you know what? I can almost guarantee that it won't be clear in the car. It's rare that I change my mind once I've heard it in the car if I already had doubts. And that's not because I won't change my mind. It's because, do you know what? I can tell bad audio. Just saying. You do get a little bit more leeway with audio quality if you know that people are listening on headphones, especially if they've got fancy pants noise cancelling headphones. But of course, you are still fighting those conversations that are going on around them on busy buses and trains, as well as the noise of the train, the noise of the bus and the road too. And let's not forget how noisy the tube can be. Ugh, very, very noisy. So where else are people listening? Well, they're listening when they're doing the housework. What? What? Doing housework? Well, the good news is with doing housework is that your listener is listening whilst they're at home. So that means they're in a space that they hopefully love to be in and feel happy to be there. They may even be one of those strange people who love doing housework. Weirdos. So have popped on your podcast as a bit of company and an opportunity to take in a bit of extra knowledge. If, like me, they get angry because of housework, because I'm not being funny, you do it and then you have to do it again and then you do it again and then you have to do it again. What is that about? Anyway, if they get angry because of housework they are probably looking to your podcast for some distraction. More good news. 
unless it's been tidied away to where it should be, your listener is likely to be able to get hands on a pen and paper to make notes when listening. Alternatively, they just make notes in the dust on the shelves. (laughs) Or is that just me? So being in a place that is a safe space, hopefully, a place that they enjoy, a place that they love, they're going to feel a lot more relaxed, even though they're doing something they may not enjoy. So just think about what state of mind your listener is going to be in. Now, in other situations, I've talked about the distractions that you need to look out for that are going to take people's attention away from your podcast. In this situation, when people are doing housework, I think the bigger issue is that you'll be distracting your listeners from doing the housework. But again, that might just be me. So think about that and think about what that means for your podcast. And then we move on to at-home relaxing, which weirdly shares a lot of similarities with doing the housework. Stick with me on this, right? Because again, your listener is at home, a place where they should be feeling safe and happy. If they are relaxing, they probably are not in the receptive mode for learning facts and figures or being given tutorials or anything like that. They probably want some company and they probably want to be entertained. That's what I think. But again, they're in a safe space, they're in a happy space, so their minds are going to be a little bit more open, a little bit more receptive to to what's going on. And again, they will have access to a pen and paper. Now, just before bed... My nighttime routine, don't worry, it's not like some business thing here where I tell you my nighttime routine and my early morning routine, but my nighttime routine involves laying on my shakti mat, which if you don't know what that is, it is a mat made up of thousands of spikes. It's relaxing. I promise you it is relaxing. So I lie on my shakti mat while listening to either a podcast or an audiobook. Now, At this point, I don't want to be listening to anything that fires up my brain into thinking. It's all about the wind down for me. And I suspect the vast, 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 vast majority of other people who listen to podcasts just before bed are also looking for a wind down moment. Your biggest concern here is that people are going to fall asleep while listening to your podcast. And you know what? They probably have put on your podcast to fall asleep to don't take offence by that, but just understand that that's what it's being used for. So they might not hear the best bits. So how are you going to make sure that anyone who listens to your podcast gets the best bits more than just in their subconscious when they're asleep? And yes, before you think about, well, Charlotte, if you're on a spiky mat, you're never going to fall asleep. No, I do. I have fallen asleep many, many a time on my spiky covered mat because um, I'm clearly very tired. And yes, It does look like a torture instrument, but actually it feels amazing. I'm not an affiliate. I have no actual um, links to the company, but my word, lying on a spiky mat has helped me get through the house move. (laughs) So, I mean, this is all well and good, isn't it? Knowing where your listener is and what they are doing. But why do we need to know? What does it actually do for us? Well, understanding your audience is vital to making the best content for them. If you know where they're listening to your podcast, then 
and you know more about them. So, for example, if you know that the vast majority are getting in their car and putting your podcast on, then you know your audio quality really needs to be bang on so they can understand what's being said and stay listening to you. You also know that you really shouldn't be asking them to make notes or jot things down while you're while they're driving. And instead, what you're going to need to do is refer these important points in your show notes or your transcription or the blog of the podcast episode if you have one. If, however, you know most of your listeners are exercising when they're listening to you, then maybe you'd think about considering making your presentation style upbeat to fit the environment your listener is in, especially if they're in the gym and it's all that high energy pump, pump, pump. I don't know what gym I go to that does that, but you know what I mean. So, and they're in that kind of frame of mind of that high energy frame of mind. So you might be just helping them to one more rep. You don't necessarily want to be doing a high, chilled out, relaxing at home vibe. You want to, oh, come on. Right. So let's do a really upbeat presentation style. Fit the environment your listeners in. Maybe less stylized than that. But likewise, if you find out most of your listeners are listening before bed, you might want to change the energy and the volume too like I just did there. This level of understanding will help your podcast to the next level. You'll be part of people's routines because you are fitting in perfectly with what they are doing and the environment where they are doing it. Think about that. You are going to be just part of that picture puzzle that they have. And what's that going to do? It's going to help boost your podcast growth, which let's be honest, it's something we all want. I hope this has been useful to you and I would absolutely love to know where you have listened to this podcast maybe while you've been out on a walk in the rain maybe it's while you're running or maybe you just enjoy listening to the podcast in the bath with a glass of wine I'm not judging I'm maybe a little bit jealous as always get in touch with me on social media you can get in touch in all the normal ways I'm on Instagram at Charlotte Foster Podcasts I am on LinkedIn Charlotte Foster Twitter at CF Podcasts and Facebook Charlotte Foster Podcasts as well until next week look after yourself (laughs) 